Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast. It's good to be back on the Miggity Miggity Mic. It's episode 89. I'm in a new studio. Shout out to my man Benjamin Thomas, always putting it down for the city. You always representing for the young engineers, young entrepreneurs. But before I get to this interview, my indie artist spotlight, I just want to say rest in peace to Walter Wallace. Rest in peace to Oskino Fasquare's son. Rest in peace to Freeway's son. Rest in peace to King Vaughn. And also rest in peace to Mo3 in Dallas, Texas. Look how many rest in pieces that I had to say. That lets you know that we're in a state of an emergency. The young black rapper is the most dangerous job right now in my estimation. 2020 is crazy. All I can do now is say prayers and send my condolences to the family and friends that's involved with these people that are that are died timeless senseless death but on a brighter note it's good to be back on the mic and it's also good to be speaking to this brother real one seam is in the building um reached out to me to be on a podcast i appreciate you for that good brother i want to no take problem. you back to the beginning when you fell in love with hip-hop what artist was you looking into and what made you pick up a pen and write all right so like artists i look up to right uh the one I felt like was like the best at it at the time that was Lil Wayne. Okay. So I was studying Lil Wayne first. Okay. But in the same time period, mm-hmm. I was studying Lil Wayne. Right. Rick Ross. Okay. Uh, Biggie, Jay Z, uh, a little bit of Tupac. Right. Um, like I'm more so like a like go to the, like I'm kind of like uh Frank like Frank Lucas like I go to the source of rap. You know what I'm saying like and I see them as like sources of what rap really is. Yeah. How it's, how it's truly done. Right. Uh, really mastered the art for real, for real. Okay. Uh, not limited to them, but those are the ones that I took toward, you know, gravitated towards the most and liked the most, you know what I'm saying, with bars and all that. Okay. So I studied them the most. Right. And, and, and other people too, I can't think right now in my. Well, that's, can't a, come to that's mind. a nice list. You got Lil Wayne, Jay Z, Tupac. So do you consider yourself an old soul to a certain extent? Because those artists are kind of like 90s. Yeah. Compared to the new generation, King Von, Little Dirt, yeah. you kind of like took it back when you're young. So what makes you think they'll go back to that time of hip hop as opposed to what we're hearing right now? Well, that's when I started. So I started when I was like 17, 18 years old, when I first started like, you know, play around with rap and all that. I started okay. out freestyling. Right. Um, From freestyling, people telling me like, yo, you... Like you really sound like you, you actually not a rap. Like you, you actually sound like you not a spit. So okay. I'm like, all right. I kind of took that and was like, let me let me try and study rapping a little bit. Yeah. And when I was 18, like that's when I like went to Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Jay Z. Okay. You know, studying their work. Um, right. uh, Big Pun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, dudes who was really good at like really known for being able to spit and was like highly regarded for real, for real. Right. That was like in the beginning. So over time, mm-hmm. I was playing around with rap. You know what I mean, like I was doing it, but like I wasn't taking it serious. I was just make songs off of instrumentals. Um, and then you know, over time, you know, I'm I'm taking on to like new artists. You know what I'm saying now today, mm-hmm. uh, like the the new artists that's out, people yeah. that I look at to like, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like people that I pay attention to and like kind of learn from or like take things off of as all rappers do. You know what I'm saying like, I, 
I like I like Lil Baby, King Vine, okay. Rest in Peace, King Vine, yeah, um, Lil Dirt, Meek. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of uh new artists out right now. Uh, I don't listen to every new artist that's out here. You know what I'm saying I ain't going. You know I mean <laughs> put no names out there, but I listen to like you know the the hot rappers that's out now today as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel you on every artist that's out because a lot of these artists, there's a lot of artists that's whack out here. Let's For keep real? it all the way a thousand. All the way. But I want to know from you, do you feel like being a rapper is the most dangerous job, what I alluded to earlier, and your thoughts on, because we talked behind the scenes of rappers dying left and right in 2020, Juice World, Triple X, you know, Nipsey, you know, uh, Pop Smoke. What's your thoughts? Do you think it's a dangerous job, and do you feel like you get discouraged as a new artist seeing all these rappers die? But well, one thing for sure, two things for sure, you never know when you're going to pass. You never know when it's your time. You never know when you want to die. So you okay. can't really, you know what I'm saying, control that. But at the same time, as far as being a rapper, I do feel like you can move a certain way to where though you can reduce the chances of you actually passing away, getting getting caught up in something, or, you know, somebody taking your life. You, right. you can move in a certain way that, you mean, reduces your chances of getting in a conflict or getting caught in a crossfire or getting okay. caught in a conflict that'll get you killed. You know what I'm saying we got examples of that Jay Z, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying Nas, Nas, uh, Jeezy, Jeezy. You know what I'm saying Gucci. like a lot, a lot of rappers. I mean, and and, and they was in a lot of, a lot of heat as well. Too, but right. at the same time, in certain situations, they knew how. I mean, like they knew they had to move in a certain way. They had to move different. Right. They a different person. They in a different position. They try and do something different in life, so they gotta move different in life. Right. They Absolutely. can't act all crazy, reckless. You know what I'm saying like how mm-hmm. they used to. They understand. Right. They're in a different position in life. They got to right. move different. That's true. Move different. So when you look at, when you, did you get a chance to look at the footage? And what do you think King Vaughn and his team should have did differently that that outcome could have turned out a different way? Because King Vaughn was the first one out of the car to go straight head on to going against his op. So what do you think they could have did different as far as that is concerned? Do you feel like they could have did something different? I don't, I mean, of course, like, whenever it's a bad situation, it's always, you know I'm saying, you could have did something different, but right. I'm going to say I wasn't, like, I wasn't there. Like, we okay. got videos and all that, we got what people saying and all that, but that's, that's hearsay, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's, that's he say, she said, we got videos, but you can't really see details of what really happened. Okay. So I can't really say what he could have did different. He, he know what, what he could have did different. What do you think his team could have did different, though? Because if you are a rapper and you're coming off a promo tour and this was the after hour spot that, that happened four in the morning and you see your ops Quando Rondo is his ops obviously should you you're the bread and butter you're the breadwinner for your family little dirt puts you on should you be the first one out of the car is what I'm saying because if you got oh, a yeah, team not at all. if you oh, got okay. a team they should be the first right. ones out and you should be behind them but you shouldn't be the first one because if they take you out I'm just saying protocol art of war. If they take you out, then <laughs> that's it. You, like it's the bread and butter is going. Y'all, y'all feeding off of King Vaughn's success. Y'all I'm, not as successful as him. That's my point. I mean, me from my experience, I'm pretty sure every OG would agree. Right. Um, yeah. When you the breadwinner, right. you supposed to have soldiers handle business, business like that for you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying when you the breadwinner, you gotta move different. Mm-hmm. When you the breadwinner, you need soldiers if you live in that life. And if you live in that life and you're the breadwinner, your soldier's supposed to handle that for you. You can't be a head no more. You feed in the team. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the team's supposed to take care of that for you. And you're supposed to have quality, quality security. 
you know, that has guns, that's licensed to carry, you know, kind of like what Big had, but Big, it just, even though he had that, it just the way it happened, he died. But even with the Nipsey situation, he was just standing in the parking lot, dolo, like, <laughs> boom, and he's shot. Like, I just feel like when you are a rapper, you, should be, you shouldn't be on the front lines like you are, like a lot of these rappers that's being killed are, and they on the front lines, and that's why they being killed. They don't have nobody in front of them to protect them. They just out here, boom, I'm shot. That's it. It shouldn't be happening like that. That's what I'm Sex. saying. Have you been paying attention to the versus battle? I want to give a shout out to Jeezy. I was actually sh shocked that Jeezy reached out to Gucci Man, but Gucci Man declined. So we're going to get Ti, and we're going to get Jeezy on November nineteenth. That's a good battle, but it would have been good to see Jeezy and Gucci after all the heat they had over the years. What's your thoughts on the versus battles? All right, well hold on. I only keep up with the versus battles that much, but hold up, wait. So who supposed to be going up with each other? It's going to uh, be Ti and Jeezy. Oh, Ti and Jeezy. November. Who oh, you got right. on that? T.I. and Jeezy? Yeah. Uh, when Jeezy was popping, I didn't really keep up with Jeezy like that because when Jeezy was popping, I was a young boy and I didn't really... Okay. I, I wasn't into the dope rap like that. But T.I., T.I., me listening to T.I., I know T.I. to be... Right. Somebody who got bangers, somebody who really not, who really got wordplay, really got bars, really not make songs. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like, actually know the craft for real, for real. Mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, you know I mean, I don't really know what Jeezy got in his arsenal. You know I mean, like I said, I ain't really keep up with like Jeezy. Probably got he some got shit. He got a lot of shit in his arsenal. Like, he probably he probably got some shit. You know I mean, especially so, on I mean, the mixtapes. Woo! <laughs> Can ban the snowman trap or die? He was the first one that pulled up in the in the Ferrari with the DVD and the CD back in the day with the scarf on his head. You know what I'm saying? He pulled up in a Ferrari. Off of, yeah, off, yeah. He this dude. Pulled up in a Ferrari. He in, had a Ferrari and a Porsche in his hood. With Trapper Die mixtape and the DVD drop. I'll never forget it. Shout out to DJ Drama and Don Cannon. But they had shit in a frenzy, bro. Clark Atlanta was popping. Spellman, Morehouse. That shit was popping because of Jeezy back in the day. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, well, you educated me. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm a hip-hop head, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of hip-hop, you know Future boy. and Little Uzi Vert has a project dropping on Friday. Are you into them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Pluto yeah. on Big Pluto. I ain't know dropping <laughs> the project on Friday Pluto though. On Big Pluto. Yeah. Not like I mean, I seen I seen Uzi and um uh Future Graham like they've been teasing you know these little skits and all that. Yeah, I ain't teasing. know when they was going to drop anything. Friday, but bro. Friday. Yeah. All right, but so you fans of them? What you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm fans of both Lil Uzi and um Future. You okay. Know what I'm saying like especially Uzi, Uzi from Philly. You mean? Yeah, but a lot of people think Uzi weird though. What yeah, I mean, people first of first and foremost. <laughs> People always gonna say something about you, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, the way like people he dress and yeah. just his little, his little lingo. And All right, I'm gonna say this. Yeah, Uzi do do weird shit, but at the same time... He getting to a bag. Yeah, he, he doing more than get to a bag. He getting to a bag. He's still around in Philly. Right. Like, if you from Philly and you follow Philly people, you see Uzi on your timeline on the other people's Instagrams. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Uzi be around. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah everybody true. say this, that, and the third about Uzi. Uzi weird. Uzi dressed like this. Uzi dressed mm -hmm. like that. But when you're in Philly, you don't, don't nobody say none of that stuff about him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, people hype to try and take a picture with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, or people mm -hmm. hype to say what's up to him. Right. Uzi be around. Like, listen, you gotta understand, at the end of the day, Uzi is an artist. We don't know why he's doing that stuff. Like, that's probably mm -hmm. a part of him being his little Uzi. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, being an entertainer. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. we don't know why he's doing all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you never know. Cause, like, when he in right. the hood, he ain't dressed like that. I mean, yeah. when I seen him, you mean on, on, right. on a grand being in the hood, he don't, he don't do none of that weird stuff. He probably right. do. I don't know. But he also be on Broad Street, you know what I'm saying, walking the bikes. 
It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, episode 89. I got my bro in the building. He's about to freestyle, and we're going to continue this interview. I got my man Young K coming up next. But right now, it's Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, exclusive freestyle. Let's get it. Yeah, PSA. PSA for all my fans, you feel me? I got bangers on the way. As you can see, I'm in the studio. I'm on a podcast right now, but yeah. Check how I'm doing, she see how I'm moving, maneuvering money in my fucking pocket. I get it popping, really need to stop it. I took on rap and took off like a rocket. I see the bag, I carry Mary Poppin'. I'm with the hustle, niggas never stop it. Hey, this be hating how I'm fucking grinding. Don't they forgot, so I go to remind them. I made 140, turn into 320. Now got the hood, jumping like a bunny. Pussy was good, now she walking funny. I'm from the hood, so I'm not no dummy. Not getting money, you got nothing for me. I'm really good off of being broke. I'm not the smartest, but I'm really woke. I come from where they don't believe in hope. Now I'll be different, I watch and I listen. Peeping the dumb shit, people doing sight. I had to catch my demons far away. Grateful I woke up every single day. My cousins, they free and back around the way. I hope they doing better every day. I'm making more off of what I say. Bitch, I'm a boss, you heard what I said. My ups and downs told me don't play around. I paint a picture, made a word and sound. Back in the day, they used to call me clown. Now all them haters look up to me now. It's common sense, I do not play around. I had to sit you down and break it down. I drop a tape, they giving me the crown. Educate me, you fucking with me now. Everyday thinking how I get me rich. I want a wifey, I can call my bitch. I put in work, I do not want to wish. Make mommy proud is on my bucket list. Swoosh through my cut like a swish. She like the watch that be on my wrist. She really like how I got no kids. Maybe that's why she love to eat the kids. I be so different, go ask anybody. Locked in with lyrics, I put in that work. Dick it down, make her sleepy like a perk. Do what I want, I feel like Uzi Vert. Niggas be lacking, I'm on life alert. She bad as shit, you know I gotta flirt. I got no money, gotta make it work. By any means, put it on a shirt. It's your boy, DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 89. I appreciate the real one, Seam, coming through. He did a dope podcast, dope interview. I appreciate you, bro. Tell the people how they can follow you, what you got coming up next. I think you dropped a single, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, on my Instagram. Yeah, tell, tell the people how they can follow you and tell them what you got coming up next as far as your music is concerned. All right, well, my Instagram is at real one Seam. That's at R-E-L. I'm uh, at R-E-A-L, the number one, S-E-E-M as in Michael, two underscores, at Real One Scene. Okay. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I dropped a single, it's called um, BTG, I Was Born to Grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on my Instagram right now, it's on YouTube, go check it out. Okay. Um, got my other track on YouTube, it's called Spread the Word, that's on YouTube too, go check that out. Uh, got EP coming, um, that's going to be like original beats, uh, mm-hmm. same sound, but different right. like more of an ep type vibe okay but like yeah like still the same thing that anybody that fuck with me like about me okay just like you know more yeah ep album wise okay that's dope well it's your boy dj bugsley make sure you subscribe to do it for hip-hop podcast on all streaming platforms make sure you follow us at do it for hip-hop pod make sure you follow us on spotify keep it hip-hop young cake next peace it's your boy DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 89. I have Young K in the building. Brand new single out right now, waiting for it. Love the single, bro. I'm glad you're in the building. Welcome to Door for Hip Hop Podcast. I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you for having me. Oh, no doubt. Now, tell me about that single, Waiting For It, because it's super dope. Tell me the idea behind it, the producers, the energy that you had in the studio, different things like that. Uh, for mm-hmm. The producers, mm-hmm. I got the beat from like, 
I got it from one of my uh, New York producers. His name is okay. Omar. Omar, shout out to so, Omar. Yeah, so I like I'm really locked in with a lot of a couple of producers. You feel me? So cause I okay. don't be having beats like that. The YouTube yeah. beats it be hard to, I mean. So they just send the beats through. Okay. So when I got the beat, I heard it. I'm like, mm-hmm. usually when I go about my music, I just try to make it as like I try to get as personal as I can get right. with it. Yeah. Like if I'm in that mood. Right. But with that song, mm-hmm. I just I came up with the hook like. Right. I was way too comfortable, mm-hmm. but I was I was actually. Looking at a video of me sleep on a bus, bro. <laughs> For real? For real, right. I wouldn't even lie to you, bro. Somebody had that mm-hmm. I knew from the past had sent me the joint. Okay. So, like, it hit me. Like, I felt it. Mm-hmm. I just went in from there. Like, once I... Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs, though. Yeah, that joint dope. Um, But you got another song called It Is What It Is, and that's my favorite. And you got one line on there where you said, last bitch murdered my heart. Can you talk about that? No, that's, that's way for it. That's way for it? Yeah. My bad. So talk about that. Like, talk about that situation. Like, how did that How did that come about? I mean, I, yeah. the situation displays itself. Like, right. Since the little person I was dealing with. Right. It just rough. Yeah. No, I don't really like any means. Yeah. I don't I talk feel, too much on it, but. Right, yeah. I just ain't your man. It is what it is, though. And so it was also, too, you talk about, like, back in the day you was in the sports. All right. So talk about that, because you transitioned from being in sports to now being an MC. Right. Yeah, that, I always, like, Mm -hmm. that's always, like, a typical dream. I definitely had love for the sports. Right. But I just started, I started doing other stuff that, that was preventing me from, Right. Actually being able and I knew I wasn't like if I was kept doing what I was doing it wouldn't. Yeah. So when this opportunity came, I just I ain't have no other plan B, so Yeah. Just took the opportunity. Absolutely. So you so that so basically sometimes you might have that first dream, but then you have a second dream. And so when when do you think that made you pop off? Like what was the single that you felt like made you go off and get you the followers and people paying attention and the fans crying, you know, wanting to know about you and different things like that? I would say mm-hmm. I always had like nobody everybody knew me for that I wanted to do play sports and all that okay. so like anything any type of music I had people just were shocked and wanted to hear because I never nobody it was never in my mind or I never had right. never mentioned it to nobody yeah. or anything right but I would say mm-hmm. for us right now it is, it is what it is that's yeah. what I'm right now yeah but my community like as far as from like the projects I'm from and all that it was like my first song I had dropped Forever Committed so I got that I had made a while back. Okay, and that's what made you pop off. Yeah, like that's what like people started really like more wanting to know what I got, wanting to hear me more. Yeah. So you said the projects. Where are you from originally? Abbotsford Projects. Oh, okay. That's what's up, bro. Because you know, it's not too many people coming from out of there. Now let's talk about just rappers in general because we just lost King Vaughn. And we lost a lot of rappers in 2020. Do you feel like being a rapper is a very dangerous job when you look at the landscape of how many rappers we lost in 2020? For sure. And does you, does it make you move differently seeing these young rappers get killed at a, at a rapid speed? It's definitely making me move differently. And rest in peace to everybody that's gone. You feel me? That lost their life today. But it's definitely a dangerous game because mm-hmm. you got to be like a people's person, unfortunately, like by yeah. default. You gotta be social. You can't like even if you wanna be, if you wanna be out there, you gotta Right. You know I mean so more your life is more like your regular life is is extraordinary to somebody. So Yeah. 
it's like you can't it's all it's just yeah everyday life is just different bro it's more out there it's yeah. more exposed right. to people right so how they, have you handled people the want fame what you, you mean want what you got the fame it's cool like i don't know how to handle it because like <laughs> i don't really care for it though you know like, it's, it's i'm humble to it like i ain't you ain't taking it to the head a lot no, of rappers no. do i just try my best not to okay yeah, man. Now talk about this new project that you're working on. What could we expect? You said you, you don't really have a, a set date for it. The uh, baby reaper. Yeah, it's called Reaper Season. First Reap- mm-hmm. to follow up with the baby reaper tape. Okay. But really, I just it's more I was more personal with it. So I really the first tape ain't really I just showed me making the couples. I can make a song, you feel me? I can talk about right. I just talk about stuff I've been through, but yeah. It wasn't as personal as the next tape, man. Okay. Showing my groove for right. me actually being an artist, like being in the dedicated to my like putting right. my passion into this right. lifestyle or into my music. Yeah. And just really more right. just more one minded mm-hmm. about it. Okay. I mean open minded about it. Yeah. Let's say. That's cool. So what kind of advice have you gotten from, you know, you know, OGs or people that's in the game, somebody like Meek or someone that might have reached out to you. I, I like you, kid, but I think you need to do it this way or do it that way. Like, what advice have you have you gotten that stuck with you? It might have came from your family member or OG that kind of, like, stuck with you, that you would, you know, you latched on it and that helped you grow as an artist. I, I got, mm-hmm. I, I didn't got, like, a little advice from a couple of different, like, artists, but the most advice I would get from, like, my home team, people from my home team, that's probably, like, my man King Mel or... Okay. Oh, yeah, Buna and everybody around me, like, shout out Duke. Okay. More like that as far yeah. as, rather than, uh, like, industry rappers or, like, right. as far as, like, really, like, personal information that it helped me in the long run and not just some, the typical, uh, keep focus, like, I mean, but all that stuff is, I ain't saying it ain't genuine, you feel me? I, I appreciate everybody that reached out to me. Okay. But I just, I get more advice from my home team. So. Yeah, so it's not like the home team. That's not like the home team. Now, let me ask you this. You're assigned to Interscope, correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't know exactly. I know. So it's the management and it's Interscope as well. It's two people that's involved in your career. It's It's like we got our own label. Okay. What's the name of the la- the actual label? It's called Stacker Star. Stacker Star. So it's like like a, a joint type thing. A joint. like Kind of like meet with Rock Nation and then he was with Rick Ross and that kind of situation. Okay. That's dope, man. Um, Another thing I wanted to know, so I know as being an artist, you know, you, you pop in and things is going and I'm sure the females have been kind of like <laughs> coming at you. Yeah. So so how do you handle that? Because I know that can be different too for you. I know you saw them in one song, Your Girl Broke Your Heart, but now look at you. I know you feel like, damn, look at me now. You broke my heart, but look at me now, right? I would even, I would even got that mindset. Like, oh, you don't? It's, 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 recent. it's, it's recent, you feel me? Oh, like, it was recent. But I As you already being famous. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Okay. So it wasn't too long ago. But... Mm-hmm. I don't got that mindset though. It just it is what it is. It was I had that mindset when it was fresh, but right. I'm already like I feel like I'm a strong dude, so I just be over it. I ain't worried about it. Right. Now let but me the ask you. Females crazy though. Crazy. They crazy? Yeah, bro. What's what's why you say that? What, what what's crazy about them? 
I mean, you can you can get into that. Come on, that's the interview, bro. We having man to man convo. You know what I'm saying? What's crazy about him? To you, in your opinion? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I plead the fifth. I plead, he plead the fifth. <laughs> so let me ask you this: How has COVID affected your grind? Because now you can't come see you at a concert or you on tour. You know how because you kind of like got to be more close knit as compared to how it was before COVID happened. So how has that affected you? COVID affected mm-hmm. me in a positive way because it's kind of the mm-hmm. reason why I I'm where I'm at. Like because when it, when everything stopped, mm-hmm. like I was more like locked in, in the studio because my okay. my last well my last tape most of them majority of them songs on there except mm-hmm. like maybe two songs I had made within like like a month within before driving it. Okay, so. I was really locked in like the whole, and that was around COVID time. Okay. So I feel like it was it, it affected me in a positive way, cause it That's helped dope. me put my more focus on my career Wonderful. and what I was actually doing then. Mm-hmm. Out there, messing with the females and all that. Oh, so when you was <laughs> before COVID hit, you was out here with the females more. So now that you locked in quarantine, and it, it allowed you to focus on your craft and be in the studio more. Yeah, and it made me realize that that's what I need to be doing. It's... Instead of messing with the females. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all crazy females, man. Y'all better leave young K alone, man. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Now, let me ask you this, because Philly, and I don't feel like, when it come to you, I don't feel like you, even though you from Philly, I don't feel like you Philly bound. Like, you moving and shaking. Compared to other artists, they feel like in Philly you stuck or nobody support supports them. What's your thoughts on that, getting the support and getting the love that you need? I don't feel like you fit in that, but I do want to know your thoughts on that. I feel like mm-hmm. you shouldn't worry about, you should never worry about getting the most love from your city, from where you from. If you're okay. trying to make it out of from where you from, you're going to need the love from all the other places that you want to go and travel. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to, people going to need to know you out there. Right. Like I, I read it. I don't, people think city instead of global, like you feel me? Facts. I never, I always like, I didn't care. I wasn't worried about the city when I like I me. Mean, yeah. I just was worried about like I I was, but my focus was really on being more like the world. Like I really, yeah. I ain't focused on just the city. Right. The city gonna come once everybody else come. You feel me? So you know how that go. Yeah. Global never. But you local. definitely need. I definitely you definitely need love in your own city though. You feel like you get love from the DJs and people in yeah, your for city? sure. Okay. Cosmic sure. Kev and Cosmic DJ Kev. Diamond Cuts. Cuts and... Yeah, I like. Yeah. Cut, shout out to Cuts. Oh, wow. Well, that's dope, bro, because a lot of artists that come on this platform always say to me, Bugsy, I don't know what it is. I don't get the love. I don't get the support. But like I said, I don't look at you like that because I feel like you you reached a different tier as an artist compared to other artists that I came in contact with. Right. Do you feel like no, you I, reached I, that tier? Like a different tier to other artists that's kind of like underground that still hasn't got that step or that sign or that cosign? I feel yeah, I feel like that, but you, you feel any, like you made it already. No, I no, no, absolutely not. Okay, you just on the grind though. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to make it still. Okay, I feel like mm-hmm. that'd be the problem. Like you, people get a little spark and feel like they made it, mm-hmm. and you really ain't go nowhere. Like nowhere, literally. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at somebody that actually made it, or I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I made it though. Okay. Not definitely not right now. Okay. 
All right, well, hey, that that's a good mindset to have, and I'm sure your team pushes that in you because you don't never want to get too complacent as an artist. And shout out to your team, shout out to my bro, um, over here, because at the end of the day, man, you always want to be hungry, even if you go platinum, because you look at somebody like Drake, he's he's always hungry, he's never settling for just oh, I got a hundred billion streams, I want a hundred billion more. So uh, it's good to stay hungry no matter how much success you have. Yeah, for sure. You got any shout-outs? You know, let people know when the project coming out or, like, the next video, single, you know what I mean? Like, kind of thing. I ain't got a dick, but... Yeah. Shout-out. Shout-out to everybody that's rocking with me right now. Rocking with the whole team, the yeah. whole label, all that. Shout-out to Bugsy. Shout-out to you for having me. I appreciate just, you, bro. And all the love I get, like, I just yeah. want to shout-out there. I'm returning. I ain't... Yeah. Before we go though, man, because my daughter loves you so much. Her name yeah. is Zoe. Can you give her a shout out, man? Shout out to Zoe. Appreciate you. <laughs> because my daughter loves you, man. She she would kill me. And I am I'm actually going to have to get you on video saying that. Cause she gonna want me to DM in the sensor and she can't believe I'm interviewing you. Like yeah. it's crazy, bro. But I appreciate your team. Appreciate everybody coming through. This is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Make sure you scream on all streaming platforms. Make sure you follow us at Do It For Hip Hop Pod. Keep it hip hop. Peace.